Welcome to New Thought Academy, a podcast centered on the exploration, discussion, and application of new thought and truth principles. Manifest Substance by Walter C. Lanyon, presented by New Thought Academy. We come now into a dispensation of manifest substance. The day and the hour is fast arriving when those who believe will see the results of their belief precipitated. It is a day of great prosperity. It is a day of greater and greater fields of attainment. The former things are beginning to pass away. The former things are all the beliefs and thoughts that you have tried to master. But now you come to the place of fulfillment. Now you are coming to the exact place of standing before your world. Empty, even as Jesus stood before five thousand men empty and crying for bread. He could do nothing with the situation. As Jesus, he had no more ability nor power than you have. What are you going to do? Philip could not answer. Can you? Because he reasoned with the human mind. It is impossible for you to fill the vacuity that has been brought about by centuries in the desert of human belief. But now the new illumination. The new dimension. The new light is here. It is subtle. It is something that must have a forerunner. And this forerunner is the word that has been given. This is the season or the time of the coming of the great abundance. The coming of the time when you shall see and experience things that you only dreamed of. This will not operate through the greedy mind. It will leave all and follow me. And when it leaves all, it will leave nothing but the bondage to things. It will begin to understand that things, that money, that substance, as we speak of it, is only something that must be utilized. It cannot be held. It devaluates the minute you try to possess it. This does not mean that there shall not be an overflow because I came that your joy might be full, pressed down, shaken together. Heretofore you have asked for nothing. We think we have asked for everything and have not gotten it. Occasionally something has been developed by suggestion, hypnosis or mental therapeutics. But it has all amounted to nothing in the final analysis. Now ask. Here is an invitation. No one can fulfill it for you. No teacher. No practitioner can help you with it. It is up to you. You have come to the place now where you must do this. You must begin to see it is up to you. It is the word which shall not return unto you void. We are approaching the time of greater abundance. This is the cycle when a great, great abundance is about to manifest and everything that is ready will be filled full. And it will be shaken down and pressed together and running over. The question is can you take it without equivocation, without argument, without returning to your human beliefs? You are beginning to recognize that it is already done and in that strange unexplained way you will perceive it. The man, whose breath is in his nostrils is motivated only by gold, by money. He is worshipping the golden calf. He quivers with excitement hoping he can take the word and turn it into dollars and cents. Flee from the man whose breath is in his nostrils. The instruction is very short and terse and no explanation is given. You will begin to understand why it was that Jesus sometimes had to go to the other side of the lake. Instantly, he went through the crowds of human belief. So are you told to buy truth by giving up the old human belief? Surrender that, but sell it not. Give it. As you give it, you become more conscious of it. You cannot help but do good works. Everything you say, everything you do, takes on the timber and quality of this power automatically. So when you speak, so when you touch, so when you glance things can happen that cannot happen. Believest thou this? Do not argue. Do not try to prove it. It is so. It is so written in the law. There is no escape from this magnificence. And sooner or later through one generation after another you, too, will awake and arise and you will go. And so we see the beloved standing before five thousand beliefs. They are three days out, away from any possible contact with bread. Three days in the desert without food. 
Five loaves and two fishes were there. There is always the seed, the substance of everything, even if it bind visible. There is no possibility of you being prospered until you can hear. The moment you hear and forget and look not for a sign, a transmutation takes place so mystical. So natural a child could have it because he would not involve it with reason. There will be a recognition when the transformation takes place. You are prospered. The human says how. He enumerates the various things in the way of this prosperity. It is not going to take place no matter how you hold to it, and no matter how you profess a belief in it. Nothing will happen. Ask whatsoever you will, whatsoever is a large magnificent word. You had better go in and shut the door. There is a blending with the one, the universal, which uses you, the temple, the permanent identity, the golden being through which to express itself. You are the entity, without the entity God would be a non-entity, unexpressed. You are the point of expression. You were created so God could express himself. You have free will. Whatsoever you ask in my name, in my nature, that give I unto thee. It is fantastic. It is so great. It is so true. You could not see me even if I were in your presence, because you do not recognize me. You want to demonstrate me. You want to have some emotional demonstration which you could tell, thereby elevating yourself to a position. A master, I am not moved by any of this. The power is not moved in any way to do more than it has already done, but you begin to see? I shall give you. Can you hear? It is not something to demonstrate. I shall give you the desires of your heart. Do you believe or do you just think it would be wonderful? You can speak the word for another. It is passing through you. Remember you get all the benefits of the spoken word. You see it into manifestation. When you speak the word, you speak the word and not the word. You speak the word. You rise. What causes you to rise? What is it? What is it that causes you to stretch forth your hand? What is it? What is it that causes you to open your eyes? What is it that sees through your eyes? And what is this magnificent clarity that suddenly comes through your mind? What is it? It floods over your mind and washes away all the debris of false education, and in the twinkling of an eye. Right now. Suddenly you are in your right mind, as if awakened from a deep sleep. A bad dream. Suddenly, you perceive a new dimension, a new height, or breadth, or depth awaits you. You are the beloved of God. Can you hear? When you go within, it is not some mystical thing. It is that you begin to drop all the desires and preconceived notions. You are the point of expression, and you are coming now as never before to the place of integrity to follow through whatever instructions you are given. It will show in all things. The healing is in your voice. What you call healing is only revelation. Sometimes they will see it in a glance. As you look it will take place. This is when you are through with self-aggrandizement. When you are through with egotism. When you are through with all conceited ideas. You are already spiritual. You are no greater. And you are no less than any other being. All the egotism and all the old flair that you have a great understanding. And that you are a holy thing will go. God will say through the urge of spirit well done good and faithful servant. That beautiful bit of poetry is just to help us along into the recognition of the presence. Everything is all right. The former things are passing away. The filthy record of your life is being washed clean. You have accumulated all the evil of the ancestor teaching. The old ancestors who ate the sour grapes and passed down the ugly proof of disease, fear and limitation, and told you such beautiful things as man, is a few days and full of trouble and put a limitation upon life eternal. All this is suddenly to be released. It is said that the former things shall pass away. They shall not be remembered nor come into mind anymore. Do you hear that? You are not going to salvage the good things from it, because you know now that there is neither good nor bad. 
There is just the presence of spirit. You are not concerned with it. You are it. You are in the midst of it. Nothing shall be denied. Can you hear? Do you believe? It is said that my sheep hear my voice. The urge of spirit is now upon the world and all those who have ears let them hear. Let them hear what the scriptures say unto the churches. You are a church. You are a place of expression. You are sent. You will hear what the scriptures are saying unto you. Do not tell, show, take, take everything. Because heretofore you have asked for nothing but the old belief of the ancestor teaching, trying to get money, trying to get things, trying to get health, trying to control people. Now you do not ask. You take whatsoever things because you own nothing, you are the user, the custodian of all things. It is fabulous that the beloved came and not only told you these things, but went through every one of them to prove definitely what he said to you. But you would not accept them. What is the matter, in this golden age that you are now privileged to enter, or reject, as you see fit? You will want for nothing. This is not symbolical not imaginary. I am speaking about a literal thing. When it is accepted, the manifestation will take place. But never when you are looking for it. Suddenly, you will become conscious of it as a very natural thing. You will begin to appropriate with a nonchalance that will surprise many. You will take and take and take everything, because now all the egotism and the greed and the idea of self-aggrandizement and all that will have passed away. The former things are passed away. They shall not be remembered. They will not come into mind anymore. You will not keep track of the calendar of your life anymore. You will see that all that is the man-made thing. It is the parenthesis that he has put about a thing. It is that which he has done to attract attention. It is the cheapness of the human mind that would like to curry special favors unto itself, or praise, or glorification. So people will say that you were a great healer, or a great leader, you are a great nothing. There is only one great, and that is this universal power. And you are the golden being through which it flows and flows and flows. It has no concept of limitation, it has no emptiness. Are you beginning to hear now a little of what is said directly to you? Every word that is said to you will take body and form if you will let it. If you will let it, you will presently begin to see some of the things in manifestation. And so the coal of fire will be placed upon your lips because the man whose breath is in his nostrils does not believe. And you are told to stay away from him. He must see, and if he sees, that is a different elevation. You are given the word. You may speak the word, the word may be I will. And you are completely indifferent to it. When you are asked, your answer is yes, I will. And as you see that, and as you hear it, and allow it to take place in you, it will respond. Something will be heard. Something will sort of verify what you are saying. And suddenly you will find yourself in your right mind sitting at the feet of the master. The enunciation must be made. It must take place of its own accord and not by any prearranged idea that you may have. But it must take place because it is so written in the law. And so do you relax and let go. And so does it happen. There is no mystery in it. But everything must happen in accordance with the law. This is the time of prosperity. This is the time of abundance. Of abundance. This is the day. Walk thou in it. It is wonderful now. This is the day of prosperity. This is the instant of prosperity. But not until you divorce the idea of prosperity from human thought and effort. There is no separation between manifest and unmanifest in reality. It is just a place of invisibility. Because you are not able to see the connecting link. When you begin to see prosperity as the manifestation of the invisible, the invisible will take shape and form into whatever mold or word is held in front of it. Ask what you will and it shall be done unto you, is a clear indication of this word. 
You will see it take place in proportion to your ability to let go of preconceived notions and ideas, in proportion to your ability to stop figuring what you must do in order to get this. Your relaxation will give the power and opportunity to come through into manifestation. You will find yourself performing that which is necessary to bring the manifestation into place. It is so simple. Man finds it difficult because he has been hypnotized by thousands and thousands of years of ancestor teaching. But even so, it is all dispelled in a moment. All of it though it be centuries old, is only as old as the last thought. The moment you dismiss that thought, it is nothing to you even though it has been established for thousands and thousands of years. The day dawns, something new. Your belief in evil is all the power it has. Your thought is all that sustains any evil situation. How could there be a lack when God is one? How could you possibly conceive of a place in this one God where there would be nothing? A vacuity. This vacuity can only exist to you. You have a free will, the will to do. We have freedom for license. We have gone after other gods and have gone down the dark road of human thought. Everything is dead in history, even in the Bible history. All past, there is only that which speaks in the present tense and the first person. Jesus Christ was the one who came and gave you prosperity. He offered it to you for recognition. You would not take it, because you were bound by what you had gone through for so many generations. One day you awaken, as you step into a new degree, the former state and the former belief and the former poverty disappear. You may feel that giving up things is one way to win the approval of God, but why should lack or limitation in any form appease or please that power? Why then, should you imagine that doing without things, or limiting yourself, or taking the beggar's bowl is anything but an excuse for your failure to be able to take that which is yours? Many people have claimed that poverty was a virtue. They did not want things. I have seen them with a few things. And I have seen a greater worship than ever I did in the hands of a millionaire. The human mind is a liar, and the father of it, full of subterfuge. It has no way other than by thinking it is spiritual to submit to suffering, pain, and poverty as something that would please God. The idea that God wants you to have all must be appropriated. It is a natural function of God. It must be accepted as a perfectly natural state. When you pray, believe, recognize, it is done because no man, not any man, can make God do his bidding. If you are still trying, you are going to meet defeat. You are told to rend the veil. The moment you rend the veil of thought, you will find that it does not exist. It is a thin gauze of human thought, and no matter how long you have had it, or where it came from, or how you feel that you are hypnotized to it makes no difference. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. You are prospered whenever you are ready to be prospered. You are leaving all. All the old history all the old ancestor teaching, and you are becoming one with the law. You are prospered. That wraps up another episode of New Thought Academy. Stay tuned for more books, discussions, and updates on coming attractions.